You're listening to episode 346 of the Membership Geeks podcast. Today, we're talking about how much time it actually takes to run a successful membership site. Let's do this. You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now here are your hosts, Mike Morrison and Callie Willows. Well, hello there. Welcome to this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Geeks, and I am joined, as ever, by the other half. Many would say the better half, the one and only Callie Willows. Hey, guys. And today we're talking about probably one of the, the top questions that we get asked, which is how much time does it actually take to run a membership site? Now, we could just end this episode here by saying that, like pretty much everything else membership-related, it depends, right? There's no one-size-fits-all answer. Some membership sites can quietly tick away in the background without really needing too much attention, while others, you're going to be working on it pretty much every day. But in general, though, membership sites, or at least successful ones, they aren't really the holy grail of passive income that they're sometimes portrayed to be so they do take work to run your membership should be an ongoing value exchange with your members either through the content that you provide them through the community that they're part of and so you're always going to be servicing that a good membership site is always going to need at least some time involvement on your part whether that's creating content whether that's showing up in the community It's a two-way street. You want people to pay you on an ongoing basis. You need to deliver value on an ongoing basis. And that means showing up and putting in the work. How much work and how much time is entirely up to you. Could be half an hour a day. Could be five hours a day. Could be 18 hours a day, but hopefully not. Now, in order to help you decide how much time you're personally able to put in to your membership site, so let's just say you haven't started a membership or maybe you're early in your journey and you've not quite figured out your schedule and how much you should be working, we're going to run through what some of the more time-consuming parts of your membership might involve, as well as talk about some ways that you can minimize the time that's actually needed for you to put into your membership. Yeah, and the first and perhaps the biggest thing to consider is where is your time in your membership actually going to be spent? So while every membership site varies, there are several areas where the bulk of your time will generally be spent. And the first of these is live sessions. So it probably goes without saying that if you're running any kind of live component to your membership site, like live trainings, Q&A sessions, mastermind or coaching calls, that's going to be time consuming. If it's a live question and answer session, then it may just be the time taken to run the session itself. But for live training, you would also need to factor in the actual time spent creating the training too. Now, the good thing with live sessions, though, is that there will typically be a consistency to them. You know you'll be running them at a certain time each month, for example, and that each of those sessions maybe needs two hours. So you can plan accordingly and have that time permanently blocked out of your diary. And the other great thing with live sessions as well is they don't have to be as polished or as perfect. So you don't need as much prep time for things like your training as you would with an entire course that you're creating. 
And speaking of content creation, that is one of the most time-consuming elements of a membership site, particularly if you're providing new content every month, like most of you will be. How long content creation actually takes will depend entirely on the type of content that you're creating, though. A 10-module video course every month is obviously going to take a lot longer to create than a downloadable PDF. Yeah, so I think in terms of the areas that can be time-consuming for your membership, content, whether it's live or whether it's pre-created content and training, that's always going to be pretty much top of the list. But the community side of things and actually keeping your community engaged, that can take up a lot of your time too. Now, we do typically recommend that most memberships have some form of community. There's the saying, as old as the hills, people come for the content, but they stay for the community. And a great membership community can really help retention. Building that community, however, takes time, especially in the early days of your membership, where it might take a little more effort on your part to get members interacting with each other. Longer term, on an ongoing basis, ideally, you'll have a community that ticks along nicely and members are just communicating amongst themselves and you just need to check in there briefly once or twice a day. But the amount of time involvement that your community will need is certainly one of the hardest things to predict, particularly early on in your membership journey. Customer support is another area that will take up time. Even with the best of membership sites, you're going to have customer support issues coming up. Members emailing you about problems with the website, questions about their accounts, maybe queries from people who aren't yet members, so they've got some pre-sales questions and they just need a bit of clarity before they join. All of these can end up taking a considerable amount of time, especially as your site and your member base and your audience grow. Yeah, and I think community support and customer support are one of those areas where it really is very difficult to gauge how much time that is going to take you. Definitely. It's something that really will depend on how the dynamic of your community actually forms and it'll change over time as well. Yeah, it's very variable. The next thing to consider, though, is your marketing. So you need to be continually bringing new members into your membership site in order for it to continue to grow. And in order to do that, you're going to be spending some time marketing the site, whether that's through blog posts or podcasts, Facebook ads or something else entirely. Whilst you might think the way around this is to only open your membership site at certain times of the year, bear in mind that whilst that may reduce your ongoing marketing needs, you will still need to be doing some brand awareness on an ongoing basis. You'll still need to be continuously building your list with prospects and your launch period themselves may require a great deal of time and effort to plan, prep for and run successfully. So it's not necessarily the time-saving option it may initially appear to close the doors to your membership site. Definitely, there's still work needed whichever enrollment model you use and whether you are going all singing, all dancing launch promotions or whether you're doing something like content marketing. Those blogs need writing, those podcasts need recording, that email list needs nurturing and all of this takes time. So you might be freaking out a bit, particularly if you haven't started your membership or maybe if you are in the early stages and you're struggling to juggle everything and you're thinking, oh wow, I hadn't even thought about this, I hadn't even thought this might get harder as time goes on. Don't panic, we've got your back, as we always do, right? There are some things you can do to reduce the time impact of running your membership. So the good news is that as a membership owner, you get to decide 
where you want your time to be spent in your membership and you can control how much time you want to spend. If you know that you can only commit one hour a day to your membership, design your membership model, build your membership strategy in such a way that that hour is all that you need without it being detrimental to your members. So if you know that you do not have the time to deliver a brand new, huge, epic course every single week, and most of us won't, don't create a membership where that is what you're offering. You get to control what your offer is. You get to set the terms. You get to set the rules, particularly when it comes to how much time you're putting into this. You don't want to burn yourself out. It's one thing making sure that you're not running your membership in a way that's detrimental to members, but it's very important that it's not detrimental to you either. Burning yourself out is only going to be a bad thing for your membership in the long run. So we've got some top time-saving tips that will help avoid that happening and help avoid your membership becoming too much of a drain on your time. And the first tip is to hire a team. There are plenty of tasks that you can outsource in order to reduce the demands on your own time. You could hire a community manager, for example, a marketing specialist or a virtual assistant to help you edit your content. Not every task for your membership site needs to be done by you and hiring other people can allow you to focus your time and energy on the areas where your input is most important, like community engagement or content creation. And you can start with just a few hours a week or a month. It doesn't have to be an all singing, all dancing team straight away. Definitely. That avoidance of thinking you have to do everything yourself is so, so critical to being able to grow your membership. There are things in your membership you should not be doing. So starting to outsource those tasks is key. Something else you might want to think about is whether having a community actually is feasible for your membership. Now, we are big fans of having a big focus on community within your membership site. But if you know that you don't have the time to commit to engaging with that community, to growing that community, then it might be better for you to just forego it altogether. Having no community is better than having one that's as dead as a dodo. However, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It may be that you simply add a commenting option onto your content in the same way that blog articles have comment sections. That, in and of itself, can foster a little sense of community and engagement amongst your members without the time pressure on you of having a full-blown discussion forum. Similarly, it might be that you simply want to set up a Facebook group for your members where its main role is just to be a community hangout. It's not somewhere they're going to expect your input. It's not necessarily somewhere to ask in-depth questions. It's just somewhere for people to casually hang out and chat with each other. And you maybe go so far as to explicitly point out that you won't be in the community, but it's a good place to connect. Now, a discussion forum will generally be the most time-consuming type of community location that you can have. So consider the alternatives that you could go for if you know your time is limited that would better fit with your own availability or whether the community side of things is just something that you're not going to be able to support in any way, shape or form. And so much of this is about setting your members' expectations as well. So let them know in advance what those community options are so they're not coming in with expectations that 
aren't then going to be met. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about how you get to control what you offer. You get to set your own terms. As long as you're being clear about what your membership offers and you're not promising something on your sales page or in your marketing that you don't then deliver, then pretty much anything goes. Sure, there will be people who want a community, but actually, if you're pretty clear and this isn't something you provide, and then those people still join your membership, then they don't have the expectation that they'll find a community inside. Yeah, and a great way to save time on an ongoing basis is to actually batch your content creation. So can you find a way to create several months worth of content in a short space of time and then drip it out to your members rather than being in constant content creation mode? Many well-known entrepreneurs spur by the content batching approach, setting up their camera and creating months worth of video content in just a week. If you then outsource the actual editing of your content or the uploading of the content to your membership too, then content creation can become a much more streamlined and far less time-consuming process. And that's something we do ourselves with the Academy. It's something we do here with the podcast. Right now, this is one of four podcast episodes we're going to record back-to-back. Imagine if we were recording the episode the day before it went out, it would be chaos. Our team, and yes, we have a team, we follow our own advice, we hired a team, our team would hate us because it would be such a rush being on that content creation treadmill. The same goes for everything in Membership Academy too. Batch creating your content so that you can get your head down and focus on creating weeks or months worth of content all in one sitting or all in one week, that can free up your schedule so much and make everything so much more manageable because you're doing the work when you're in the right headspace to do it. You're not having to start from scratch and get yourself in that place every single time. Batch creating content is a great way of saving your time. Something else to think about is the structure of your membership, the features in your membership. We've touched on this a couple of times. You are totally in control of what your membership offers. So you can pick the most suitable strategy, the most suitable structure that fits your personal needs. If you don't have time to create brand new courses every month, then maybe you offer a couple of live sessions a month instead, where you can still deliver the same valuable content. But as Callie mentioned earlier, it doesn't need to be as polished because it's in a live environment. So the time needed to create that content is much shorter. We all fall foul of perfectionism when we're creating courses, creating tutorials, creating downloadable PDFs and other stuff where we make it and then we release it. When you do things live, that perfectionism gets stripped away to a great extent because you don't have the luxury of being able to fuss and tweak and tinker And as a result, you still get to deliver the same great value, the same substance, without burning so much time obsessing over the style of everything. There are some successful membership sites that are built entirely on nothing but live content. They deliver one or two live trainings a month, and then they give people the archive of the recordings. So, Really think about what you have the time to provide each month. And as long as you're still able to provide good value to your members, then consider an alternative approach to the usual process of creating lots of content up front and consider going live. 
Yeah, and a big, big way to manage your time is to manage your accessibility or at least decide on what you want your accessibility to be. In the Membership Academy, for example, we're very accessible to our members. They can ask us questions in the forum, via email, via intercom, and even on our twice monthly Q&A calls. We knew when we set up the Academy that due to the nature of the topic, we wanted to be as available as possible to our members. But if you're short on time, then one of the main things you can do to reduce the burden of your membership site is to reduce your accessibility to your members. And I say burden in inverted commas there because I don't <laughs> I don't actually believe that kind of showing up and dealing with your members is a burden. No. But if you want to reduce the amount of time, then instead of being available daily, you could have a monthly office hours calls or you could answer emails only within set times. You don't have to be totally accessible to your members and there are benefits to actually taking a step back. So think about the level of personal interaction and engagement you want and can manage, especially when you factor in the price point that you're charging for your membership as well. Absolutely. And even if you still want to make yourself very accessible and very available to your members, you still need to make sure you have boundaries. You can be extremely accessible without being there at midnight every night answering emails. You still need boundaries. You still need to have a point at which you decide to yourself and you have the discipline for yourself to say, okay, after 7 p.m. every night, we're not going to answer these emails. Or my last check into the community will be at this time. After that, I'm shutting off. Now, we've talked about how to set boundaries with members before, and we talked about a few of these other topics like hiring a team and so on. If you head over to membershipgeeks.com slash 346, you'll find links to all of those episodes as well for additional tips on things like setting boundaries, things like taking time away from your members and so on. So, with everything that we've covered, everything that you now know about how much time a membership involves and how you can actually be more efficient and more effective with that time, you need to ask yourself, does running a membership site sound manageable to you in terms of the time that it takes? Now, obviously, that's a question for those of you who are considering or you may be in the process of building your membership, but you've not yet launched it, you've not yet taken that leap. Does this all sound manageable? And if you are running a membership site, but perhaps you're feeling like things are a little bit out of control, does it feel like you can rein things back in and you can regain some of your time using what we've covered? As we've already talked about, it's entirely up to you to decide how much time you want to put in to your membership. Nobody else can decide that for you. You set the rules, you set the term, and you set the time demands that your membership asks of you. Hopefully you're now better equipped to determine if you do have the time to run your membership site or if you may need to adapt some of your plans or some of the way that you're currently doing things to work with the time that you have available. One last thing to consider when determining the time involvement in your site is your actual goal. What is your goal for the site? If this is a side hustle that you just want to bring in a bit of extra cash each month, then you're going to want to devote less time to it than if it's a membership that you want to grow to replace your main job or income. And you can certainly run your membership in just an hour a day with the right setup if you want to. But if you want to go all out on your features, content and accessibility, then it can easily turn into a full-time job. The choice is yours. And so much of this, as I said earlier, also comes down to setting your members' expectations of what to expect from your membership as well. 
Absolutely. But at the same time, you need to set your own expectations. Truth is, if you're only working on your membership for 30 minutes a week, your expectations kind of need to be in line with that. Chances are you're not going to be able to do all the things you want to do, perhaps not hit all the revenue goals you might want to hit. So managing those expectations, being realistic about what you can and can't do, and being smart about the way that you use your time effectively in your membership using some of the advice we've shared today, that's going to make everything so much clearer and so much easier to manage. So I hope it's given you a little bit of clarity in terms of what you might expect for the time demands of your membership. That is it for us from this week. Head over to membershipgeeks.com slash 346 for links to some additional episodes you might want to listen to if you are struggling with this particular area of your membership. We're out of here and we'll see you next time for another installment of the Membership Geeks podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.